Hello again, friends, and welcome to another fine edition of 151. My name is Adam, and I'm joined by a man whose spirit animal is Rocket Raccoon. Hey, how's it going? Friends, his name is Justin. Rocky Raccoon. Uh, that's all the song I know. All right. We're 151. We're presented by Skeleton Vineyards. You can find out more about them on their website, skeletonwine.com, or on their Facebook page, which is at Skeleton Vineyards. As for us, we are on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. We hope you subscribe to those channels. And you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr, all at 151 The Show. So and, the Stitcher. And 151theshow.com. And 151theshow.com, which will take you directly to our Podbean page. Right. Someday we'll get to the point where we have an actual website. Right. That day is not today. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. Maybe. You never know. Check no, back often. Did I tell you about the Stitcher story? No. So uh, going back to uh, last year, uh, got us on iTunes because of the Podbean thing, right? right. Because of the RSS feed. And right. as much as I like to bag on Apple products. Right. It was amazingly easy to get us up on iTunes. Okay. So someone had said something about Stitcher, and it was one of those deals where I go, "Okay, let's do it. Let's, you know, it's it's free. It's another way for people to uh, why not? Yeah, exactly. So I go through the whole process, and it just doesn't work. And it took some emails that go back and forth between everybody, and it took a while, but we finally got figured out. You know what was thrown off the whole damn thing? Me? No. Oh, actually, no, not you and your new season three. Uh, but it was the actual in the URL for the Stitcher account. Yeah, it was the numbers one five one. Okay. For some reason, we're throwing everything off, so they had to go back and physically write out one five one. Nice. So okay, and that's how we're on Stitcher now. So should we have just used I V I I I? Sure. That's great. Hey, guess what? A cat's coming downstairs. Meow. <laughs> it's the one that always comes in and goes right behind you. Hi, buddy. That is our cat, Wrigley. So, uh, <clears throat> anyways, getting back to the actual point of the show, because, uh, yeah. Why would we? Uh, today on the show, we're going to be talking about uh, a couple shows that wrapped up uh, back in probably February. Discovery did. Uh, Orville had its run, and then more of a traditional run it didn't have the yeah. break in the middle uh today we're gonna be talking about the orville and star trek discovery yes. we've uh mentioned them uh from time to time at one point we actually did say at some point we're going to talk about these shows yes um and today <clears throat> is that day yeah today is exactly that day and i think the the reason why it's easy to put these two shows together is because for they're the both first, star trek shows yeah for the first time in a very long time we went down the road of having new Star Trek on TV. Yes. And I think you said it best, and we'll actually start with it, but the Orville was more Star Trek than the actual Star Trek show. Yes, and I still maintain that. Seth MacFarlane and uh, his uh, his group of people put this show together. They got uh, a whole bunch of people from the next gen working on it. So. They got a whole bunch of people from next generation working on it, uh, doing design. The the person that designed the Orville designed the Enterprise D, right? Something like that, yeah. I know a bunch of production designers, but I thought we were going to start with Discovery. I thought, did, was it? I don't know. Sure, let's go Discovery. Okay. F*** you, Star Trek. <laughs> and I say that with every ounce of emotion I can come up with right now. I feel like I have been absolutely f***ed by Star Trek. So you weren't a fan of Discovery's first season? Okay. I will put it to you like this. I don't understand why the world of Star Trek, why the people at Star Trek, like their their 
downtown Los Angeles, you yep. know, high rise building headquarters or whatever, keep going out of their way to f- their fans. And I'm very passionate about this, as I'm, you can I'm, as you I'm can tell. Gathering. So uh, how do how do you, how exactly do you mean that? I will I will go back and say this: what you said uh, early on uh, that that show is a great show. It is not Star Trek, correct? And that is every every th- argument I can come up with about this. It goes back to that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't Star Trek. Nope. This isn't. Uh, I don't understand why. Okay, let's uh, let's make a new Star Trek show. We yep. did, I mean, we did a show about this, correct? So let's take Discovery, one, uh, of, one of our highest <clears throat> highest listened to, highest downloaded, yeah. highest rated shows. So we just came out with the Abram, Abrams verse, right. and people weren't happy with you know like Khan and you know some of this other stuff mm-hmm. because we 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 altered the show and we we mm-hmm. did some things differently and mm-hmm. and and we made the Enterprise look like a pile of garbage. You know, let's let's do fan service. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to set a show ten years before Kirk. Everybody cool with that? Hey, yeah, awesome. We're going to keep it in the prime timeline. Okay, cool, awesome. Let's make the Klingons look like vampires. Right. What? Wait, what? Hey, we're going to have this new way of techno of, of traveling that no one's ever heard of. Right. Even. Uh, you 80, know, eighty years is still faster than eighty years later. Yeah. Wait. What? Let's let's Spore let's drive. What let's, are you talking let's, about? Let's put a hologram on every ship uh, and and make interactive holograms a uh, hundred years ahead of time. And, and wait a minute. We're gonna do. We're gonna have a war with the Klingon. But there's established history in the prime timeline that this didn't happen. That cloaking thing was like an episode of the original series. Uh. I don't know what's going on here. Correct. And that that's where I'm at with Star Trek Discovery. Okay. I I know I just talked a ton there. Oh, that's kind of what we do on this show, but But I I just I don't get it. I don't get the thinking behind Star Trek. I I'm never a fan when uh, you know, they take the the central premise of <clears throat> Uh, you know, Star Trek, and, and they come right up front and say, okay, well, you know, the one thing that Roddenberry said was, we don't have any drama between our people, Starfleet, or people are always good, and, you know, this, that, and the other, and we're evolved, and we're tossing all that out the window. Okay. If you're going to get rid of one of the central tenets of Star Trek, why are you making a Star Trek television show? Um, Deep Space Nine had conflict. Uh, You know I love Deep Space Nine, but Deep Space Nine, the conflict, uh, when it came to, you know, uh, Starfleet versus Starfleet, about the worst that we ever got was some suspicion with the changelings, uh, and when uh, Cisco played that Vulcan captain in baseball, yeah, um, there still wasn't, you know, Starfleet conflict. Um, You know, meanwhile... uh, you know, you just took season one of Discovery and an admiral who was about to commit genocide on an entire race and, and commit a war crime is is still at the in in her position at the end and uh, applauding the, the lady who, you know, made some high handed speech yeah. uh you know, about what it meant to be, you know, uh, uh, a Starfleet officer and applauded it uh, at the end. I just I watch this show and and I keep going back to that idea. It's 
Star Trek, why do you keep doing this to me? Right. I and and I know there's a lot of people out there that they were they were mad at, oh well the sets don't look anything like no, I can handle that. It's it's what fifty years ago mm-hmm. that the original series came out. The way they make sets now, the special effects they have now right. are different. I don't have a problem with that. Right. I and quite frankly, the uh, when they uh, did pull out the Constitution class at the end and have the Enterprise on the show, I didn't mind it. Looked good. It looks good. Yeah, it looks like it should have looked way back then. You're right. So I, I don't know. I I think you've boxed yourself into a corner right there. I mean, unless you're going to get Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto to come on real quick and and play Kirk and Spock well, for a couple episodes. I just which would be pretty cool. I I I, lo- I, I don't know why. I don't know why it, this show works if oh, it's in the future. You get John Cho in there. Yeah, you could have have him. Uh, Sulu's in charge of the Enterprise for for a little bit. Uh, you know, Kirk and Spock are yeah, they're on a are, mission are with mission, Tribbles yeah, or some slave girls. Yeah. Um. No, I just I I keep going back to this, and I'm why do we keep setting up weird things that make no sense? Michael Burnham doesn't need to be Spock's sister. No. And we already got that surprise in Star Trek Five, which. I don't know if you guys remember, but that one didn't work out so well. Cybok? I know. It's like, how many kids does this dude have? Well, quite a few, apparently. I mean, it's not bad. Like, if you want to make uh, Sarek a, 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 a big part of the show, that's cool. But there's, you don't need to have her be his half-sister or whatever, adoptive could've, sister could've, or whatever. Could have been a mentor at the Academy. Somebody who sponsored yeah. her, just somebody she knew. I mean, I—that's what I'm saying though about this show. If you would have put this after Voyager, it works. You could have a war with the Klingons. You could right. have, you could. Hey, we stumbled across this thing called Spore Drive. Right. Okay, I'll buy that. That's right. cool. Because that's the other thing. It's, uh, it leads me down. Uh, if we've never heard of this in the future, it's either they destroy the Spore Network, which they actually talked about at one right. point, or it's all Section Thirty One classified. Yeah. Or it's, uh, I don't know. It, Which, by the way, they, they did come out and say that's what the black badges were. Really? Or Section 31 badges. Yep. That's that's fine, but I just... Which li- makes a lot of sense to have a secret organization that literally has a different uniform badge than, mm-hmm. than, than Starfleet on the ship with Starfleet people. Uh, this show just... It's not bad. It's But no. it's not... It's it, not Star Trek. It bums me out because I was really excited for it. I will I will say I will give Discovery this. The Federation finally has good looking starships. Right. Because they're in Next Generation and a couple of those other ones, they just look like garbage. Right. It's like, oh hey, it's a circle with a no, warp engine sticking the, off the, the back. But Well the the ship design on it's been good so far, except for the Discovery. Discovery's terribly ugly. Yeah, I don't I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. I, mean, I just I never I, but I never liked the Ralph McQuarrie yeah. design. So I just I don't know why 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 people at Star Trek keep doing this stuff to us. They hate you. I I think they do. It's like I just want to show that Star Trek. Like I said, if you want to put this in the future, that's cool. Um, but you you have gone through and done things that has established history in your own story. Right. You've done this. Right. 
And you've made that a very important thing to where, you know, even in the uh, Abrams movies, you're going, you're referencing Enterprise and right. doing stuff. So history means something. So now we're just going to completely change everything. Well, and, and <clears throat> to be fair, I mean, they finally, with Star Trek Beyond in the, in the Abrams universe, uh, thank you, um, um, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg, yeah, thank you for filling that in. Uh, had gotten back on track, had actually made that Star Trek again. Yeah. Uh, that was by far the, the best piece of cinema they'd done, and then they whipped everything out and took a crap all over it with Discovery. Let's be edgy just for for, for edgy's sake. Let's let's have somebody say f*** on Star Trek just so that we, they can say we did it. Yeah. No, I, I agree with all that, and I kind of feel like we're petering out here on it. Well, I, I would like to... Uh, uh, we missed an opportunity there. What? If if Kirk and Spock are off the Enterprise with Green Ryan and Slave Girls, this is two shows in a row where we can reference a Chris Pine orgy. Oh, yeah, good call. So I'd, mean, I'd watch a bunch of green women women grinding on each other. We we have we have a we have Chris Pine orgy trifecta chance here if we can work it into the next show. Uh, it's gonna be tough with Last Jedi, right? But anyways, yeah, so Star Trek Discovery, I know it's coming back for season two. They're trying to set up something. Something to do with the Enterprise. Yeah. Which, Which the, the uh, sh- ten years before Kirk Turk took over would have been, uh, it'll be interesting to see whether they try and do um, Pike or whether they go all the way back to Robert April. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say, did you like them going to the Mirror Universe? I think that's a... I mean, yeah, okay, so they, they, they had that built into it with Lorca and A. And, hey, real quick, what's the thing with, oh, now people from the Mirror Universe are light-sensitive? Right. Okay. That has never been a thing, but, you know. Cool. They, right. They planted that as a, you know, a, a, oh, they were so clever, you know, 12 episodes ago to put no, that in there. No, you weren't. No. You're writing garbage is what you're doing. Um, you know, yeah, okay, they they did that as a way for, you know, to put a evil Starfleet captain in there with Lorca. Chekhov's gun. Not be, yeah, exactly. Uh, by the same token, you know, that's a that's a pretty ballsy card to pull out, you know, in, in your, your very first season. I did like that uh, Jonathan Franks... Uh, directed that one uh mirror episode the first one where yep. they were over there that w- it was actually I, as much as i i don't like the show i actually like that episode right uh and he's coming back for season two i think he's gonna uh, direct the opener with the the original enterprise so that should be interesting um you know he's a good director i'll give him that yeah he no he knows his star trek and that right. sort of thing i just the spore drive drives me nuts mm-hmm because you would have thought, uh, you know, Voyager, they figured out Slipstream in, like, what a day. Right. Hey, uh, we stumbled across this technology from this alien ship, and, hey, we, we modified our ship, and we right. knocked out 10,000 light years. Mm-hmm. No, you know, no big deal. Hey, guess what? We've had this technology sitting around since, you know, Kirk. Right. You know, uh, has some spores or some yeah. bull like that. You, you guys want to take a crack at it? Right. Might get you home a little quicker. 80, 80, 90 years, you know, it was a proven thing, but we, we just shelved it. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. So, anyways, yeah. So the good news is we do have a decent Star Trek I know, that's the weird thing about it, man. And it's it's called the USS Orville. The, uh, I can't believe, and, and you said it 
so well, and, and we brought it up earlier. The the show that's not Star Trek is more Star Trek than the actual yes. Star Trek show, yes. and it's the Orville. Yes. And man, I tell you what that that show has tackled some issues. It has that. You know what it kind of reminded me of? It kind of put me in the same spot as uh, the original Star Trek series. I mean, I wasn't alive for it, right? But they tackled social issues back in the in the sixties, right? And the guy who's half black and half white. Yeah. The guy's half white and half black. Yeah. I mean, they tackled some, you know, pretty, you know, there, there was some tension on Nazis, mobsters. Yeah. Tribbles. Chris Pine. Orgy. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, you know, some of the moments of, of the Orville kind of made me wonder if that's what it would have felt like back in the sixties, watching the original Star Trek, because they did the, they did the social, social media stuff. Right. Uh, they did the, the, the gender stuff with, with Bordis and Tortoise. And that was and early whatever. on. Yeah. That was like third or fourth episode. By the way, the game they play with, uh, the, the, uh, the board game. Yes. They play with Seth MacFarlane where the knife goes through his hand is one of the funniest moments I've ever seen on TV. I was not <laughs> expecting that. That was that was one of the uh, yeah a, a moment that that took me by surprise. Uh, probably the other moment in the first season that really made me blink at my television uh, was when they did um, uh, Penny Johnson Gerald completely enveloped in the the green guy. Oh yeah, who's voiced by uh, Norm, Norm McDonald. Yeah. yeah, that was uh, and she was like enjoying it. Right, right. They're, they were having the sexy time. Right. Yeah, I was a little weirded out yeah. by that. And, and can I just say, uh, Penny Johnson Gerald for for a woman of her age, not damn. bad. Yeah, damn. It took me a minute. I when uh, she was first on the show, I was like, "Who is she?" Cisco's wife. That's Cisco's old lady. Yeah, I really liked her. And you know what, though her 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 character changed a lot from the first episode to. Yeah, you, know, you, you, third. You, you did wonder how much window dressing she was going to be, and she's uh, especially you know where they put her on the the planet uh, uh, when they crash landed. So yeah, and they've got the robot guy right. yeah. Isaac. So now, see, and you talk about the knife through the hand. I thought uh, Isaac cutting off um, what's his uh, what's his leg? name leg uh, <laughs> as a practical joke uh, is pretty phenomenal. Uh, didn't uh, Jonathan Frakes? Directed an episode I, of that I think, too. Yes, I think Frakes did some directing he, on he that. He did as the well. one where uh, what uh, they put the potato head stuff on uh, Isaac. Uh huh. And I just I thought that was really funny. Oh, come on, dude! All right, for those of you playing along at home, my cat just came down and puked on camera and right. Everything, so. Right, so. I have no idea where we were. Thanks, Wrigley. I have um, no idea what what we were well, talking we, about. We were, talking, we were talking about the, the, the directors and whatnot. And, I mean, it's it's not too surprising that, that you know, uh, the Orville feels so much like, like Next Gen, uh, so much like, you know, modern Star Trek. Um, you know, you've got, you, you've, he was inspired by that sensibility. Um, you've got... John Favreau directed the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan Frakes directed an episode. Robert Duncan McNeil directed an episode. Yeah. Uh, four episodes were directed by Brandon Braga, uh, who was Braga Braga, uh, who produced Voyager and co-created Enterprise. I mean, okay. so there's six. 
you yeah. know, episodes of, of a 10 episode, I think first season, 10 or 12, uh, like that's 50% 12. or better. 12. Okay. So that's 50% done by Star Trek vets. Um, one done by Jean Favreau, who's just an you know, amazing director, uh, seems like whatever he turns his, uh, you know, his hand to, you know, guest stars, you've got, uh, let's see, Robert Picardo. Yeah, he was on uh, one. You've got Penny Johnson Gerald as a series regular who's in Star Trek. Um, I mean, it's not too surprising. And Rob you, Lowe. Well, yeah, and when you talk about guest stars, I mean the the people that they've pulled in. Um, yeah, Rob Lowe, Charlize um, Theron, Charlize Theron, Liam Neeson was in there. Um, I mean, yeah, he's pulled some, and I mean some some lesser known people. Um, you know, uh, compared to that, um, Holly Hagen. Well, Kelly Who, I mean, she's been on a lot of different stuff. Kelly Who, um, Kelly Who. She's Kelly. The, the admiral. Uh, and then you got Victor Garber in there. I mean, anybody who yeah. knows anything about sci-fi knows about Victor Garber. So, I mean, and, you know, Norm MacDonald. You've got some pretty well-known names carrying this stuff. But, I mean, the production design feels like Trek. And the directing feels like Trek. And the storylines, to a certain extent, feel like Trek. Yeah. I, I will say this. The... The only thing I'm I'm not crazy about that show is I wish it the episodes were a little bit more connected, right? Um, I I think I, I've started to get away from you know how uh, you remember uh, Next Generation being very episodic, right? And not a whole lot of connections, and, and that's I mean, but but that was part of the the thing that uh, that that they set out to do was to tell episodic, yeah, you know, stuff and not the overarching storylines because now it seems like. That's all any show does. I I will go back to I liked when uh, this, uh, Deep Space Nine did a couple you know like, they do either pair or three shows right. where it was kind of connected. Uh, Enterprise did that a bunch. Right. I just I like that small story arcs. Yeah, I I like having you know I I don't know. It just it sometimes it feels like they wrap up too quick. Right. You know, like the the social media show that could have been a couple episodes right. or you know whatever. Uh, you just you just like to see an effect. Yeah, I I do I do. Right. So, but overall, I think I I will say I'm a little disappointed. I'm still waiting for a lot of a lot more of the Trek cameos. Mm-hmm. You know, like a Avery Brooks just randomly showing up as a farmer or. Right. Uh, It'd be awesome to get Picard on there, right? As like the janitor, right? And considering Patrick Stewart and and Seth MacFarlane are oh, it's coming. Tight, uh, yeah, it's coming at some point. Can you imagine Patrick Stewart in an episode directed by Jonathan Frakes? That'd be so good. Yeah, I was actually okay. If you were going to put uh, Patrick Stewart on that show, what would you put him on as? I would put him on as uh, a captain who was Ed's hero. And turns out in real life, he's very William Shatner in his asshole phase esque. See, I was gonna put him like as just completely not what he was supposed to be. Like he was supposed to be this grand galactic hero that everybody said, "Oh, you know, this is the flagship captain, yeah. and he's awesome." And he's far more like, you know, he's not Jim Kirk. He is William Shatner, yeah. or he's you know maybe with a little Zap Brannigan thrown in. Okay, I can handle that. That's not bad. I would put him on as uh, Seth MacFarlane's dad, who's just very disappointed in him. That's good, too. <laughs> That's good, too. Like, has no, like, doesn't care about that world, doesn't, right. you know, he runs, like... Uh, a chateau. 
I, a I winery. Was, I was actually thinking like a wine guy, but yeah. then I, you know, I thought that might be a little too much. But you know, something you know he, you know, he's like a clockmaker or something. I don't, right. I don't know. I just picturing him. You as, and your starships. You know, and he can kind of throw some shade towards himself. Right. Oh, what did he do? Get uh, turned into a cyborg and made right. to kill a million people or right. something? You know. Right. I don't know. I, just, I think that'd be funny. Directed it, by Jonathan Frakes. Right. You. I mean, you, you don't want to go quite into parody, but yeah. I mean, that's why you know, like a, like an, like a, yeah. Either one of those is good. Yeah. Make him an alcoholic. Or make him a Brit Spiner uh, lovers. Well, it's not a reality show. <laughs> but wouldn't that be kind of funny, though, that would too? Be. Because they were always real tight on that. Uh, oh, yeah. That would be actually very funny. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, that's my, my only complaint is I wish that the show uh, wasn't so episodic. Right. I wish, I wish it would have those story arcs, and I wish we would learn a little bit more about the world and, and that sort of thing. Right. My question is, so we've already seen that the 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 Orville is set in our future. We've already referenced popular reality. My question is, does Star Trek exist in their world? In that world. Oof. That would be that would be interesting to see. I don't know. Turn turns out that the reason that it all looks so much like is because everybody was inspired by it. Yeah. You know, when they started building starships, that'd it's be a, pretty cool. It's a good question. I don't I don't know if I've got an answer to it, but it's a good question. Well, Does Star Trek? Aren't you in charge of 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 the Orville? Why can't you answer my question, dude? If I was in charge of the Orville, I don't know if I'd have him do. Hey, can you help me with this jar of pickles joke every week? <laughs> Yeah, 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 you want to <coughs> open this jar of pickles for me? Although I do think it's funny every time it happens. Right. I don't hate it. Right. I just know it's going to get old. Right. Well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they'll have something else for season two. Uh, I was pretty happy that they got the will they, won't they out of the way in season one, and we didn't have that rearing its ugly head for the next six the what? years. Will they, won't they with uh, Ed and what's her name? Oh, getting officer. back together. Yeah. Yeah. I can't but, remember, did they? No. They started to, but then they decided it was a stupid idea. It would never work, and it would uh, endanger the ship. Yeah, that's right. That was the last season, the uh, last episode of the season. Yeah, you're right. Yep. It's been a while. So. Yep. Well, we haven't recorded for a while either, so. What? We what? just recorded. Yeah, I know. This we is did. episode two. We just we just. Yeah, recorded. but we're, trying, we're still getting into the you know swing of things. The cat's puking on the carpet, you know, that Technical sort of thing. Technical issues. Me being an a-hole. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Jerge, are you in there? Easy. I just, for those of you playing along at home, I just smacked my mic stand. Try to do my... Yeah. Maybe we'll retire that. Well. That hurt? A little bit. It's all right. Play through the pain. It's the kind of high-quality entertainment they've come to expect. Oh, boy. Is there, any, uh, is there any idea when uh, Discovery or Orville would do season two? That's a good question. Uh, why don't I look that up real quick? Okay. Entertain the folks at home. All right. We are 151. We're presented by Skeleton Vineyards. You can find out more about them at their website, skeletonwine.com, or on their Facebook page at Skeleton Vineyards. We'll have the that information up on the show page when we're done with this. As for us, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr, all at 151theshow. There's also 151theshow.com and Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Did I entertain the people enough? Um, 
Orville season two will be out later this year. I'm guessing in the fall. Okay. Um, and Discovery season two, I think is coming late 2018 or maybe early uh, 2019. 2019. Uh, probably be about the same as this year then. Probably. Okay. Yeah, they've got that. Uh, they've got that long to try and figure out what the hell to do with that pile of garbage. Right, and uh, to realize that they wrote themselves into a corner bringing the Enterprise on without showing Spock or. It'll probably be like, uh, you remember the end of uh, season one of Star Trek Next Generation where they had the big conspiracy with the bug things that people were eating? Yeah. And cl- cr- you know. That, that we never revisited yeah, again. That nothing ever happened with it. Right. We, did you guys know we ran into the Enterprise the other day? What? No, we didn't. Yeah. yeah. Right. No. No. Right. Or they, they just pick up, you know, last time on Star Trek Discovery, two weeks later, oh, that was a really crazy adventure we went on with the crew of the Enterprise, wasn't it? Oh, my God, that was so crazy, and we'll have long-lasting repercussions, and let's never talk about it again. That show, man. Was it really crazy when we went with Jim, a young, picked up a young Jim Kirk and went to a the uh, ple- uh, uh, Pleasure Planet of uh, Ryza for a Orion Slave Girl orgy? I, I would watch that. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. So, all right, that's going to do it for this edition of One Five One. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed it. Uh, to the people that like Star Trek Discovery, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> send um, your send your hate mail to one five one the show at gmail dot com. Yeah, that's yeah. You get that just as much as I do. Yep. So, sorry. I just I think that that shows a pile of garbage. A, a lot of people that probably think that about this show. You're wrong, but... You're right. Oh, wait, yeah, you're wrong. Um, yeah. You can also send those new co-host applications to 151 yeah, exactly. The Show, because I'm pretty sure he's done with me. Skeleton Wines are hiring, and <laughs> we need two people to take on this rant. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Hopefully, uh, or uh, shameless plug, we can't end without one of those. Cue the music! <laughs> Oh, my God. We kind of painted ourselves into a corner there. But I do have the shameless plug this okay. week. So. Uh, shameless plug is something we do every uh, time on the show. It's where we shamelessly plug something. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just we plug it. Yes, we like it. It's and something that we were not getting sponsored to do. It's just something we think that you should like. Yeah. Uh, it's my turn this time around, and I am going to shamelessly plug a movie theater. Okay. It's a movie theater that will be shut down later this year. Okay. Uh, the Springwood Nine. It's a great theater. And the reason I bring up this uh, theater, if you're in the central Iowa area, uh, around Des Moines, their uh, Century 20 is probably the big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Windsong is up there. Uh, yep. Trying to think of some of the other ones. Uh, what's the one down on the south side? Uh, I can't tell you a proper anyways. name for any of them. I just know them by location. Okay. So, anywho, uh, Springwood Nine is this theater in uh, Ankeny. It's owned by B and B, and they're actually going to be—they're uh, building one of those like mega complexes where it's going to have a bowling alley and a bar and all this other right. stuff. Um, the reason I'm—I am shamelessly plugging Springwood Nine is because it is God bless you for just being a movie theater, right? For just being a movie theater where I can go, I can buy a ticket. I can walk up yeah. to the concession store. Don't have to have assigned seating. No assigned seating. I can go get my popcorn and my pop. I can go in. I can find the, the chair I want to sit in. And 
I could just watch the movie. Right. My chair's not moving. I don't have to wear glasses. I don't have a tube up my ass to have better viewing experience. It's just <laughs> a movie theater. Because I was thinking about it the other day. That's what we're starting pay, to pay for when we go right. to movies is amusement park rides. Right. I don't want an amusement park. I want a movie theater. Right. I want a movie theater with a clear screen, a good sound system, and a nice chair. Right. Um, when we went and saw Last Jedi, we had, you know, the seats we sat in, they weren't bad. They moved no. with the movie, but it didn't enhance my, it just moved. That's all it, it did. It spilled my popcorn a couple of times. Yeah. I just, I want to go see the movie. I don't need all that other stuff. Right. And Springwood 9 is that, and and I'm actually going to be sorry to see it go. Yeah, it's it's going to be on the way out, uh, replaced by that new one. So I was I was hoping that someone will actually buy that building and run it as an old school movie theater. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, but not. but I'm so tired of this. I I understand, like the assigned seating stuff. It makes sense when it's you know uh, a theater where you're going to have supper or something. Mm-hmm. There's a meal involved. Right. But your, your flicks your Alamo Draft House. Yeah, exactly. Your, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just, I think it, for when we were going to go see Wonder Woman, we were on a date night. We randomly were like, hey, let's go see a movie. Adam and his wife, not Adam and I, were not on a date night. So Justin and I were holding hands. Right. <laughs> and, uh, well, anyways, no, we went there and they're like, uh, the only seats we have are front row. Yep. It's like, what do you mean? Well, we're assigned seating now. When did this happen? Right. And I will tell you this. If everybody's going to assign seating, then if you're going to put me in the front row, you better charge me half as much as the person in the back. Right. And I don't think that's right. fair. Or or you better or you better set up the seating arrangement where the front row is still good seats. Yeah. Because why should I have to pay for this uh, as much for the guy that's getting the best seat right. as the guy that's got to sit down in front? Right. Make it a make it a tier system like they do at uh, yeah. live shows and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm? I I see no problem with that. I just I'm tired of going to a movie theater. Well, I guess we did pay more for the moving thrill ride 4D seats at uh, the yeah. Last Jedi, so it makes sense. And I, I'm like I said, I, it's not that I hated the seat; it's just I don't need it. Right. I just want to go see a movie. I want a comfortable chair. Right. I don't need one that vibrates. I so, don't certainly don't need the tube in my ass. So so our our shameless plug has turned into an indictment of the modern theater system. I think so. Take notice, theater owners. I'm just tired of it. I don't want to that's my thing. I don't want to pay for an amusement park ride. I just want to go see a movie. Right. And Springwood 9 by God is just a movie theater. Yep. And I'm going to be very sad when I see them go. No, no, that's a, that's an honest to goodness salute. Yeah. It's a Benford salute to movie theaters. There's there's no there's no season three a hole coming out there. Yeah, that's a uh, miss. Uh, I'll miss classic cinema when it goes. It's just so stupid. I do like the tube in my butt though. Oh no, I said that out loud. That's gonna do it for us here on one five one. You can find us. Uh, just go to one five one theshowcom That should uh, point you to all the Facebook and the Twitter and the Tumblr and all that noise. Uh, we're presented by Skeleton Vineyards. Thank you to them. You can find out more about them at skeletonwine.com. And we will see you next time on one five one. Goodbye.